0: This is MK and you're listening to Keep Her Lit, brought to you by Never Been Cool Productions. I live in two worlds. One is a world of books. is mk thanks for listening i haven't been podcasting in a while and it's just very nice to be back sort of talking into a mic and nobody (laughs) Uh, i found that i know starting a podcast during a pandemic is almost a cliche at this point i think it was a cliche pretty much immediately but I found that the thing I started leaning on most during being kept inside and not really being able to go anywhere was reading and that my just consumption of books really flew through the wall. Through the wall, through the window. Um around March. So started this year I'd read three books, I think, and since then I've read another forty (laughs) three. And I just need to talk about them. And that's what this is for. Um, I'm... Thomas, I'll be honest, I'm not really sure what to say. So, just with the podcast, I'm hoping to get some of that unnecessary energy out of my system. Maybe talk to people who have similar taste in books and a different taste in books I would like to get other people on to talk about what they're reading and just like see different views and different ideas and concepts personally I read like a lot of thrillers and mysteries I discovered about a year ago that I absolutely adore horror which is shocking to me because I can't watch a horror movie without crying and been trying to like dip my toes into romance and stuff. If you told me two years ago I'd regularly be reading fiction I would have laughed at you. I was like staunchly non-fiction, history, need to know things that like really happened and just have completely flipped since then. So if you are reading things that are different or similar to me or just reading in general because honestly I corner people at parties to ask them <laughs> what they've read recently, and what they've enjoyed. Please let me know. Um, the social media handles for everything are Keep Her Lit and I will talk to anyone about any book. So last month I read, this month I read nine books. Uh, I think I'm only going to talk about eight of them because I accidentally finished one today and then I didn't write any notes about it. I will mention it later on but I don't have any coherent actual concepts about them and I will hopefully talk about them at a later date. So the first book I read this month was Into the Deep by Mira Grant. I did enjoy this. I found it to be just very um, high sci-fi but just a good read of like some great representation. So the concept of the story is the main character, her sister went missing on like a scientific cruise ship about two years back and she's convinced it's mermaids and that the company that were running the uh, expedition in the first place have tried to hide it, which they have. And She gets an opportunity to go back out there and it goes from there. Now there is a lot of reading in this. It's over five hundred pages, which was daunting to me at the time. I'm like a under three hundred pages ideally reader. I can sort of knock that out in a day if I'm really trying. But it was just super excellent. I couldn't put it down. And pretty much my only complaint is that it was hard sci fi sometimes um I don't have a great concept of science I guess and there were parts of it where while it was accessible it was difficult for me to be interested like I don't really care about what's in water or how sonar works that much while it was interesting to see how that related to like the mermaids and things it really did delve like deeply into biology parts um but again it did have just excellent representation our main character is a bisexual woman there's another character who's a um, autistic lesbian there are two deaf characters Um, it really just covers just a wide spectrum of like Um, minorities and people with disabilities and sexualities and I feel like that's something that's pretty missing from sci-fi and if it is in sci-fi it's not down as like casual LGBT representation like we are more than just our sexualities or our disabilities and rather than it being like the whole story is that she's gay it's the whole story is about this crazy mermaid thing. Also, she's gay. That's not, like, the main focus of the plot. Um, and I really appreciate mira Grant for doing that. I think more books need to have, like, LGBTQ plus characters that aren't just gay. <laughs> people are multifaceted. Just, like, straight people. Like, anyone is. The... Next book that I read was um, The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Now, I've read Circe before, and Circe was, I think, one of my favourite books of last year. It came out in 2018, and it just blew me away. So I had an understanding of Circe. I had read, like, a retelling of The Odyssey when I was younger, and I just... Loved it and like the Percy Jackson books I read a bunch of those last month and she's in those as well. I know there's like crazy YA complete butchering of the uh, Greek pantheon but their representation of Circe is totally different. So I knew what I was, ge- I was getting into with Madeline Miller um, but I didn't know it was going to be quite so homosexual, which is not a bad thing. So The Song of Achilles is a first-person retelling of Achilles, but from someone else's perspective, someone who's beside Achilles all the way uh, to the end and further, which I was not expecting. I can't say Achilles is my favorite Greek character in general, and it really gave me a new perspective on him. So a lot of the representation of Achilles in media is like in Troy where it's Brad Pitt and he's like ooh I have an ego I'm the best dude and there is a lot of that in the Song of Achilles he is still super annoying but it's more like a an oblivious like I am just the best there's no ego about it he just is he's in the league of his own and he just knows that he's not a dick about it and it was just lovely having this sort of like tragedy like Greek tragedy it, she really encompassed all those aspects of like a traditional Greek tragedy where you know it's gonna go bad you know what's gonna happen um like I, I'm, I'm not going to ruin the odyssey on you all even though it's like 2,000 years old I'm sure you know what it is by now but like he dies <laughs> It's a known thing. Achilles dies. The whole Achilles heel thing is real. Um, but it is just—it's super worth a read. Um, with *Into the Drowning Deep*, I did only give it three stars. Sorry to jump back to it. Um, because I really enjoyed it, but it was like just a book. I felt like *Song of Achilles* for me was a five out of five. I could not put it down. I inhaled it. I went looking for more of her books, and more like Greek romance uh historical retellings because it just blew me away I just really enjoyed it all my notes about it are I'm so gay I'm so gay oh my god Madeline thank you I'm so gay which is a pretty accurate uh representation of my feelings in that time and if you have had doubts about Madeline Miller's books I do really recommend Circe because I loved it um but if you don't really know who Cersei is and you don't really care Song of Achilles is like a great opener into her work she does have some shorter stories and things like that and some other books but from the ones I've read I think if you just have like a passing interest in Greek historical retellings or just Greek mythology in general and You've got the two of them in front of you like really do just pick it up because it's super worth it the next book that i read um so i read three books by gillian flynn Um, i started with gone girl so i think a lot of people similar to myself watched gone girl when it came out in the cinema about four years ago and when I watched it, I understood it, but I sort of hated it. Um, I didn't really see why you had to like or support either of these characters. I mean, which is the point anyway of the whole thing. But there was no point where I was rooting for either of them. I didn't really understand, like, the motivations behind some of the characters. And I thought it was a bit stupid. Having read the book... I fully take that back or at least with the book it's a lot more easily viewed or explained and understood um, this was another book that I finished in an evening I could not put it down I had to know what happened I had to know how it ended it actually went further than the movie did which I really appreciated um, she did write the screenplay so she was heavily involved in the making of the movie but I think the book just brings it much further I don't always agree that the book is better than the movie I think especially and specifically with Game of Thrones it was done so much better <laughs> in, uh, in certain scenes I, I don't want to you know have a, a mob after me but I feel like George RR Martin great stories maybe not the best writer at times which you know fair play I can't write so who am I to judge but when some scenes were actually put on TV I understood them better than I did when they were written down and I had the complete opposite effect with Gone Girl so Gone Girl is the story if you haven't seen it or read it or anything about it is the story of a man who wakes up one day and his wife is missing and everything points to him. And he's not a good person. Uh, but he hasn't killed and hidden his wife. So you get these chapters where it's him freaking out. And then you get these chapters which are her diary going, Wow, I met this guy at a party. And he's so wonderful. And him going, I didn't kill my wife. What? What, what is going on? Um, it really delves into what they care about and why they do what they do and how they deal with the aftermath so much better because the ending of the movie was just very jarring to me. I think if you did watch the movie and you maybe had the same feelings I did, it's worth a read. Or if you just in general like sort of dark, twisted thrillers, it. I wouldn't go as far as to say it was a mystery because you sort of know what the crack is from the start. Like, he didn't do it. How's he going to get out of it? And it is very, a lot of it is very on edge, but it is worth reading. The next book I read by Gillian Flynn, I would not say the same about. So I read Dark Places and I gave it two stars. I did not enjoy it whatsoever. I tried to read it years ago, had to put it down, tried an audiobook, had to put it down, just was not here for it at all and I'm sort of vindicated by having finally read it and agreeing like oh okay it wasn't that I had different tastes or I wasn't trying hard enough like I know I just genuinely didn't like this book um so the story is there's there's the main character and when she was younger her entire family was murdered by her and she was about seven and set up this trust fund And now she's in her early 30s and the money's running out. So she ends up getting in touch with like a a murder fan club and they start paying for her to get in touch with other members of her family. And, well, one other member of her family who is arrested for having done it. And her inner turmoil with having to face him and face potentially having put her brother in jail for no reason having to reach out to other people who were there at the time and other people who were part of the court case and honestly I cannot remember how this book ends I can remember parts of it I remember some things but in in general it's all very hazy and I read this like Three weeks ago, it should not be that blank for me. Those books I read last year, where the ending is burned into my mind, I just did not care about this book whatsoever. A a one star read to me is no one should have written this, which I think is quite harsh. I've only marked a couple of books that way ever, but that was my argument behind putting a two on this i think maybe if you had if if it just reached out to something that you quite liked or yeah, you know, like art is subjective i don't have all the answers ultimately it just did not scratch the gong girl itch that i had but uh sharp objects nearly nearly did so I've been posting the books I've been reading over the last couple of months sort of whenever I finished them or whenever I remember to on my Instagram and this book is the one I got the most responses about potentially ever. Uh, So many people I know reached out to say this was their favorite book when they were a teenager, this is their favorite book now, they loved it. I didn't have the same response but I did really enjoy it I gave it a four stars so Sharp Objects is about a journalist who goes back to her hometown to start investigating these child murders that are happening and how she deals with being back home and her involvement in solving the case and this had such a bizarre selection of characters it was really interesting uh, just seeing how they all interacted with each other and the different directions that the story went i really did not expect i i think my only complaint about this book was that Gillian Flynn loves Missouri too much which i don't think is an actual issue so much as she just she really does love Missouri she puts all her books in Missouri it's fine like there's nothing wrong with Missouri I think as far as I know if anyone's cancelled Missouri please let me know and I'll go back and rectify this but anyway it it was just really bizarre (laughs) and really enjoyable for that I I think she does have this great knack for creating characters that are outcasts in their own communities and She tried it in Gone Girl and it worked and she tried it in Dark Places and it didn't really. But she really hit the nail on the head with just strange characters being back home in Sharp Objects. I liked it. I'd probably read it again, maybe with the understanding of what's actually happening in it. I was recommended the HBO TV series with Amy Adams like five different times. I really do want to watch it. It looks great. I think their casting for it is excellent after reading the book. um, Some of the characters are, or the actors who are playing the characters, are basically who I imagined them as. I think they did an excellent job with that. So if you didn't know there was a TV series, there you go. Go watch it. Enjoy it. Have fun. The next book that I read was My Sister the Serial Killer by ink and break the white so I wanted to read this so badly for so long it just has everything I really like about a book it's got serial killers for one thing it's got people trying to hide murders it was dark it was funny it was really well written really succinct and pretty short actually as well so uh, the author tells the story From the perspective of um, a mid-30s nurse whose younger sister is much prettier and way less smart. And she just keeps murdering her boyfriends. And then one day she comes into her work and meets uh, her sister's boss and starts to fancy him. And that's when the main character goes, oh hell no, Like I can't let this keep happening and that's where the story sort of gets set up literally like the opening scene is them trying to clean a body together and there's just so much about this book i really enjoyed i think some people's problems with it were that the the writing was too simple or it it didn't carry the sort of crazy concept as well as it could i do not agree with that i think it did it really well it was a book that I just I cannot stress enough I really wanted to read for so long and it just hit like everything for me it also gave a really nice insight into Lagos in Nigeria which I wouldn't know a lot about as a white Dubliner and it was really nice to see like conversations happening and things aren't just anglicized for the purpose of being anglicized like if it's not accessible to you that's on purpose it's not meant to be and I loved that it felt legitimate it felt real and just descriptions of different dishes and of different traditions and just the life at the time and it really felt like you were there I like there are other books I want to talk about that were very visual and very engaging in that way but none felt quite as like oh you're there as this book did to me so I decided to take a stab at Toni Morrison a lot of people recommend The Bluest Eye or Beloved as books to read of hers and I didn't listen (laughs) and read a different book instead I have all her books I do want to keep reading them uh, this was just the first one that I picked up for no reason it just sounded appealing to me so I read Sula and this was a book I found difficult to read hard to explain and very worth reading there are I assume whole books written about Toni Morrison's works and essays about Sula that are better than anything I could ever say it sort of works around the intimacy between two women when they're children and then they grow up and one becomes just a regular person in the community and the other goes off and comes back and becomes a complete outsider and trying to fill a hole in you that you don't know what to put in there and looking for love and like the wrong places Uh, that, that sounds really cliche but it's it's just much deeper than that and it was another book that really teleported me somewhere else to experiences I've never had and things I wouldn't understand it's it was it was really gritty it was really tough it did not play around it did what it wanted and i really respected uh tony for that frankly i know there's characters in it who are in more of her books which i'm excited to pick up and be like oh i know that guy (laughs) but i i really do struggle to explain it it's it's not long it's really worth reading I think I've said everything <laughs> so far is really worth reading, aside from maybe dark places. But I I think with everything that's been going on lately with the Black Lives Matter movement and then it's pride, currently when I'm recording this, it's the end of June. There was a lot of focus on reading anti racist literature and educational books, which I fully support and agree with and There wasn't a whole lot about reading just black authored literature and consuming black art because people are more than just the darkest parts of their history and that's what I tried to focus on doing for the latter half of this month and then just going forward. I I had a look back through the books that I read this year and while I have read quite a lot of Asian authors actually, I was embarrassed at the amount of black authors I'd read because it was like zero and it's it's impossible to to just imagine someone else's world for you from your own perspective you need guidance and you need uh, a window into that world and like I will never understand certain struggles just because of my privilege and the best way that you can go about working against that is like doing the work but also like consume the art bro it's not that hard like there's a genre you love there's a black author who's written in it who's really good in it um the next book I read is a great example of that actually so I picked up The Fifth Season by N.K. Jamison, who I think is my new favorite author I am pretty bad at remembering author's names I've gotten significantly better at it but if you dropped me in a bookshop and went like who's the best-selling author at the moment I'd be like I have literally no idea like Stephen King I guess but it's good because it means I I pick up everything I don't really fall for like oh that's the new book by so-and-so or I might have a moment where I'm like okay I'm just going to read all of this author's work because I read one thing by them like Gillian Flynn so I went looking for a black authored fantasy or sci-fi and N.K. Jemisin came up and I am obsessed with her writing it's so good it's so beautiful I actually have The City We Became which is her newest book I've had it for a couple of months and I was just putting it off because I was reading different things and once i finished this trilogy I think I am going to start reading it and then be really anxious because there's only one book in the series so far and get really upset but a great example of like if there's a genre you love it is not hard to find authors of color or um, LGBTQ plus authors in that genre like all you have to do is google I thought it was going to be significantly harder a lot of the um Instagram posts and stuff that were recommending black authors to me were like here's this YA book that you might be interested in and I was like ah oh, it's not actually my shit so please know but the fifth season th- the best book I've read all year I wish I could give it more stars I wish there was a bigger system I give it 10 stars I give it all the stars it made me cry I don't really like any sort of time jump things I prefer my stories to be chronological or at least just linear if you go backwards that's fine I just I don't like having stories jump around in time just because then I have to think I don't want to think but this one did it really well and it was just vivid and beautiful and heart-wrenching um the story covers three different women girls um just going through their lives and how they develop and how they grow and who they are and it's so good <laughs> the the basis of the story is when the story starts there are people who can almost control stone and they're completely despised they're hated by everyone if they're found they get killed and I, I don't even think I can do the story justice honestly it's it's so good <laughs> it's, it's just really worth reading oh I wish I had another phrase for saying that I really hate just saying it's worth reading over and over just the character development the writing the world building oh god like basically the apocalypse starts at the start of the book and how people react to that And it just really sets up the second book, and it was, yeah, just the best book I've read all year. Like, I almost don't want to talk too in-depth about it, because I don't want to give away what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think everyone should enjoy it, like, blind. So there were a couple of books I didn't finish in June, um... One of the books I have down on here I actually did finish today which is why I don't have notes about it and that was The Obelisk Gate, the second book in the Broken Earth series by N.K. Jemisin. Loved it, really felt it was a a solid second book in a trilogy, sort of set up where we were meant to go next, what was happening and I cannot wait for the story to conclude. I'm going to be really upset when it does because then I've finished it but Whopper. Um, I also started Brave New World by Aldous Huxley and like pretty immediately put it down. I don't know if you guys have noticed that we're living in a hellscape right now. Thanks, 2020. So the idea of reading about like a nightmare future was just not really my vibe. And I also picked up and put down White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. and that was mostly to do with me questioning myself on why I decided to pick up an anti-racist book by a white author. Uh, I thought it was just a bit weird. After starting it, I think I only got about 20 pages in. If you read it and liked it, that's good. I didn't say I didn't like it, I just thought maybe there were better books out there for learning And that one probably wasn't for me. It is just a bit weird that, like, the top-selling anti-racist book at the moment is white. And there is just other authors you can read instead. Like, next month, in a day, I want to read Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Rennie Edo-Lodge. Which, super uh, acclaimed, people I know loved it. Pretty much everyone loves it. And not by a white author. So go out there and like actually support the people who are struggling maybe rather than like some white woman in her 50s. I also want to read The Stone Sky, which is the final book in the Broken Earth series, which I've already talked enough about that whole series today. Um, I also want to pick up uh, Larry Kramer's bi- Larry Kramer's book. Faggots, which is a sort of a parody fictional book set in New York in the late 70s and it's full of sex and drugs and promiscuity and it's meant to be disgusting and hilarious and dark and I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. There's another book called Drive Your Plough Over the Bones of the Dead by Olga Tokarczuk who I think won the Nobel Prize in Literature. I'm not sure if she won it for this book but it's meant to be like this wild uh, mystery based in a Polish town which just sounds super weird (laughs) and I'm really into. And then I also want to pick up An Unkindness of Ghosts by Rivers Solomon who is a uh, I believe non-binary author and they just their writing just seems beautiful. Everyone I know who's read anything by them has been really excited and like enthralled by it and I want to get into that. <laughs> I I don't really like setting uh, to be read lists in general. My current Goodreads to be read is as long as my red pile. And I'm notorious for, like, starting a book and putting it down and starting a different book and putting it down and, like, half getting into things. But I think those five, yeah, uh, those five are, like, achievable. I actually read, like, very little in June. I sort of took two weeks off to see my friends from uh, a safe distance and just enjoy things a little bit. Um, the weather was rotten but you know it's nice to to be outside and see faces and eat junk food and have a can or two in the park but finally broke that today finished another book so I'm excited to like get my brain back open and get back into it so that was my June wrap-up I would love to know what everyone else read in June I would love to know if you have any specific recommendations given the dump (laughs) I've just given you about different books that I've read I am just happy to be back podcasting I'm pretty sure I was nervous by the intro and by now I'm like definitely a lot more comfortable it's hard getting back into things and I just hope that uh, you're not nervous listening by the end of this. <laughs> I, I hope you came on like a nice, comfortable book journey with me. That's the most pretentious thing I've ever said. Okay, so basically, thank you for listening. Again, all the socials are Keeper Lit. I am pretty responsive on things because I'm a millennial and don't put my phone down. And I, again, just kind of need to talk about books like non-stop and my friends are being driven crazy by it so let me know what your crack is so yeah this was keeper lit brought to you by never been cool productions thank you i live in two worlds one is a world of books